Welcome back. I'm Vicki Marie. You're listening to I Don't Know What's Happening. Tara and I are going to be discussing Bill Cosby's release from prison, the new Netflix show Sex Life, and cannabis. This is Dick's Sex Toys and Instagram Questions, Part 2. As always, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy. Oh, look at look at us. We digress. What's next on our list? Let's see. Oh, so Bill Cosby was released. That is some bullshit. That's one of our questions from Instagram. Um, Bill Cosby was released. How do you feel about that? If the Illuminati's real, I get it now. <laughs> Because maybe he's part of it. Because what the fuck? How many people testified against him? The evidence was all there. How the fuck did Bill Cosby get released? This is insane. I'm sorry. I don't care how old he is. No. Like You you just go eat and you're putting pops in jail, asshole. What the fuck? I know. All right. So do I think he should have been released? Obviously, no. No. Um, The thing is, is that... I'm actually, like, surprised they did because he can't be safe now. You know, like, everybody knows what he did. I feel like it has to be on some level even more isolating and sad for him that he can, like, never leave his home without somebody seeing him and like saying something or like knowing like like calling him out on what he did like I almost feel like I'm I'm not okay that he was released I think that he should have served the rest of his life in prison for what he did because let's face it he's old so the number of years that would have equated to the crime versus how long he has to live like he would have he would have just died in jail and I would have been fine with that. Yeah, and the but, number of years his victims have to deal with it is a lot longer than the amount of years that yeah, he would have lived. But the only reason why I'm like kind of like able to make peace with it is the fact that he is going to for the rest of his life either live in hiding or live in ridicule. Because there's not a single person that doesn't know what he did. He'll never work again. He'll never enjoy his life again. At least in prison, I feel like he could have had some type of, like, routine. Wait, isn't his wife still standing by him? Ugh. Why? Money, maybe? I, no, that wouldn't be enough for me. I'm sorry. Not for me, but it's the only, like... Idea did she, that did I she have. have a prenup? Like, I did, was there, was there, is there a prenup? That's my question. Like, if there's not a prenup, then I've got a major problem with her. If there was a prenup, then maybe I'll be like, okay, maybe it was the money. Maybe she'll get more money if he dies than if they have to split things, though. If you think maybe about she'll it. kill him. Like, I mean, if I was with somebody that sexually assaulted anyone, or like if they fucking thought about sexually assaulting somebody, I'd murder them. Like, I'd be the one in jail. So, I mean... Agreed. Same thing. Yeah, like, it's it's fucked up that she's standing by him. But if you think about it, like, he's so close to death's door anyway. Like, he's not doing too good. She's probably waiting it out. Like, why settle for half when you can get all of it? 
Can we just have Ozzy Osbourne like fucking bite his head off like he did with that bat? I'm just, just, just a question. Like I just feel like that would be like the best, I just, the best option for everybody. <laughs> I, I just, I can't, I can't fathom how it's okay he was released. But I have a little bit of like, like I said, like I feel a little bit more okay with it knowing that like he will never have a good life anyway his life right. is over he's waiting to die he you know like he he he's never well, going to be accepted in society by any decent human beings ever again not in society but maybe by his family which yeah. still ill why like if you found that out about one of your parents what would you do? Like, would you be like, hey, I'm just going to, like, stick by you because I love you and I don't believe this? But with that much evidence, like, I there would get, like, no. if one person said it, like, I'd be like, okay, maybe not. There is. There nice. were way too many. No, 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 no. He, he, he did it. Not only did he do it. He did it multiple times in the same exact way and he used his power and fame and money um, and, and literally had no, he clearly had no remorse. He, he did it because he knew he could get away with it. Which um, is such a shame because he was such a great comedian. He had so much going for him otherwise. Why the fuck? And this is why it come it goes back to the point that Rape and stuff like that is about power. It's not about anything else. And, yeah, I think that I think that some people they feel like they are in such a, a high place that they can literally just do whatever they want. Um, it might even like be he could have literally they had the other person would have wanted it anyway. But he could have literally had hundreds of mistresses that would have been willing to sleep with him. Yeah, but that's not the way he chose to do it. He wanted that power over them. Yeah, which bothers it, me. It's disgusting, and you know, there's not a single person in my life that could do something like that that I could bring myself to forgive them or associate no. with them in any way. Like I can't. Like my my parents, my uh, my. Um, like people like a partner um, my, my child I, I would never even defend my own child in a situation like that where they are just guilty like unquestionably they did something that horrible to another human like like if anything I'd be more mad because I have right. such high expectations for the people in my life that if they did something like that like to me, that's unforgivable. I've never understood how some people could stand by somebody if they murder or sexually assault or, or it's just insane. Like, how can you stand by somebody that did that? It's one thing if somebody's accused and innocent. It's another thing if right. they did it. 100%. If somebody is accused and innocent, I, I understand their family standing by them 100%. I completely get it. He was, but otherwise, mm -hmm. if there's that fucking much evidence, no. Yeah. Uh -uh. 
He was guilty. Actually, though, to be fair, I was actually surprised that he saw any jail time because in general, just a man on the street, chances are he will never see any jail time for what for what he's done if he was to sexually assault someone. Most most rapists do not see jail. Um, so the fact that he did go to jail at all is a nice yeah, I know mine didn't. That you know the system worked in in that case that he was convicted and served at least some time, which is sad that it's like, well, at least he got some time because the expectation is so low that he would even like get convicted. Like that's really sad that our system isn't better in convicting people that do this. But our I mean, system tends to convict people without any money or connections with those things a little bit more mm-hmm. but if yep. you have money or connections uh-uh. mm-hmm. generally you're fine for some freaking reason and it's not cool yeah yeah so that that bill cosby um release was one of the topics from instagram it's sad 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 What's the next one? Sex Life? Um, I didn't watch that show. So Sex Life. Um, yeah, that was that was one of the uh, one of the suggested topics on Instagram. All right, so um, you're gonna have to explain the show to me because I did not watch it yet. So I will give my opinion. Okay. And it is my opinion. Some of some of the people listening may have loved it, some of them may have hated it. Um, I was kind of neutral about it. I did watch the whole thing, you know, because it was one of the questions I went and I I watched it. A couple people told me that I, that I should watch it. I think because on here we talk about sex so much, they just assumed. Um, but so the show sex life, um, I find it to be very indulgent the way that like trashy romance novels are, um, very like dramatic telenovela, like soap opera, type situation where everybody in the fucking show is hot oh that's Um, how that works yeah of course yeah and like they're and like you know everybody is very dramatic everybody's hot everybody's having sex you know um the premise of it not giving anything away the premise of it is is that a woman she's married she has two beautiful kids her husband is like picture perfect guy um you know they have the house in the suburbs the whole thing and she goes through a phase of kind of I guess mourning her youth mourning where like things were exciting and she was young and she would sleep with whoever she wanted whenever she wanted and she starts thinking about a guy that she had at one point had like mind-blowing sexual connection with and i'm not going to give any more of the story because i don't want to ruin it okay um, no spoilers no spoilers but um you know the people that loved 50 shades of gray probably will like it if you like soap operas if you like trashy romance novels you'll like it i think that it is kind of um stereotypical for the genre. Right. Um, was was it like was it a good show? Like, yeah, it was fine. Like, I I mean, I watched the whole thing. It was entertaining. Um, I 
I was laughing sometimes though, because there were so many like very dramatized sex scenes and it was like on insertion immediately like, Oh, like it was oh, like, like orgasm was, like, right away. Yeah. Like again, like a little okay. bit like of that, like porny dramatics. Um, and I, I think that like, it doesn't necessarily have a very thoughtful storyline. Um, what I did like about it is that it addressed some issues. Um, I think it was definitely written more for women. Um, because if guys want to see sex or boobs or people talk about sex, they can just watch porn. I don't think they necessarily need the storyline. But, um, like, actually, some porns probably have a better storyline. Oh, wait. Speaking of which, a side note. Why yeah. the hell are there more boobs in TV than there are dicks? I feel like we need more dicks, not TV, but, like, in movies. It is very There's, unfair. The, the, the dick-to-tits ratio is off. It's way off. Um, to be fair, though, there's just as many topless men as topless women, if not more. It's just that female breasts are sexualized. There's not a lot of vaginas on TV, though. There's more dicks no, than vaginas. But there was but in what Helen Hunt did a movie where she was a sexual surrogate and you saw her vagina. I particularly remember that one because I was like, oh, shit, a vagina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, but like, I just feel like we should go more towards the European approach and just like let it all hang out because it <laughs> is the human body. We all have one. Like, I don't understand the problem. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I think that the Shouldn't reason we... why is, is. I just feel like the more exposure to it mm-hmm. will desexualize it a little bit more. In my yeah. opinion, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm all for you know whatever 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 they feel like is going to give it some you know more um, cinematic value. <laughs> you know they can they can show whatever they want. I mean, I I agree. I think that topless women tend to trend on a you know on everywhere the screen a little bit more and um, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you get you get fewer lady nether regions every once in a while a dick's tossed in there but um boobs are really like the the thing and uh i think because it's sexual but not too sexual because it's very seldom that they'll show a you know a female waist down nude um and even in sex scenes they usually like cover up any like um like you're not seeing like any right because it's not a soft core porn but at the same time like i'm saying yeah. like separately like when somebody's standing there or something like that that's more of an art piece in you my opinion what? yeah like maybe some side dick yeah some, some side, side even flaccid side flaccid dick or side like hard dick we cool like let's just yeah. have some of that like because all we get is like freaking boobs all the time and occasionally male ass and then we know that they're faking it because these actors are a lot older and they have ass stunt doubles. I mean, yeah. That's just mean. My thing would be is if somebody was like, I want to get you like a booty double, I'd be so insulted. I'd be like, what's wrong with my buns? Like, why, why do you have to bring, you know, new buns into the picture? Like, I like, you know, oh, like, I totally get fine. it. 
Like I'd be like insulted if somebody, but I think that some people don't want to show theirs. So like the body double makes it better. Cause then like, they don't have to take it off, you know, it like gives them an owl. Cause it is work to them. Like n- none of these people are really having sex half the time anyway. No, I'm just saying as far as my butt goes, I don't have like a nice, like juicy, I, I don't know how else to put that. that you don't have those bad. You're like, I don't have a thick and juicy bottom. So they can I do not. Double. Um, so they can give me like somebody that has like a good one. Like I, I'll take it. <laughs> but as far as my boobs go, like 100%, those things are nice. I love them. They're perfect. I've yeah, gotten see, numerous like, see, compliments like, yeah. over the years about them. So <laughs> they are my favorite things about myself. Yes, but the show Sex Life does show a lot of boobs. So if you were starring in it, your your breasts would make a fantastic appearance. Right, but I would also um, expect my male co-stars to have some at least yeah. like maybe it, it, maybe not even dick stuff, like maybe just show the balls because it's double kind of like boobs, so why not? Right? I mean, I don't <laughs> know if I want to. I don't know, like if I even care. You just don't um, want to see random balls. I just, I just want some kind of like evenness. I'm going to be honest. If I'm like, there are some sex scenes, right. Where I'm like, well, hell yeah. Giddy up. Um, so like the, the sex scene in, uh, Mr. And Mrs. Smith where they're oh beating my God. the shit out of yes. each other. And bang- oh. But there's really no nudity in that. But it's like no. one of the hottest scenes ever, ever in cinematic history. Yes, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith is the best in sex the- scene what that movie I've ever is seen. That? Oh, and I think it- we're both into like kind of like more hard passionate stuff. Well, passionate slash really well, trusting your partner, but in that kind of like push me against the wall, hard kind of sh- hard sex. Yeah, like they like to me not violent, like, but hard sex. It, yeah, like if to there's me, a way that to scene was significant, not because it was a sex scene. It was because there was so much like sexual tension and passion between them mm. that that's like what made it good. That's why, like, um, in the movie Atonement, there's a library scene. Um, and like again, there's really no nudity, but it's one of the best best sex scenes ever. And when I'm watching a movie, I actually like, like as much as like here I am, like oh, sex toys, does size matter? Sex, 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 and all of our conversations. When I'm watching a movie, I actually like sometimes I'm like, all right, the sex scene is like too long. Like, can we get to like the story again? Like sometimes right. I like I like like don't care. So like sometimes right, well, it's like a disruption for me. Like we get it, they're in love. Like, can we move on? Well, that's but, because it's a movie and you have a plot line that you're following and that just seems yeah. like it, it's, it has its place, but it has its mm. place for a certain amount of time. Yeah. It doesn't so, have its place for like 15 minutes and you're just like, please make this yeah. stop. This is getting way too awkward. Just, just stop. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, like sometimes it's like, well, okay. Like the person that was directing this, like, what do they want? Do they want me to like still follow the storyline or do they want me to masturbate? Like, just let me know. Like maybe there should be like captions on the bottom. Like, you know how like you tell you to like clap at one point, like when you were like a live studio, maybe yeah. like you tell me masturbate. like, well, now's a good time to masturbate. <laughs> like, I mean, like, maybe if they were more like, 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 you know, telling me what I should do because I really don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes sex scenes are unnecessary. Like you could literally have like a scene where it's like, 
like they start to go at it and then you can just cut to the end you know like they're they're yeah, happy exactly they're you don't need that out. or just like cut to like fireworks then you're like okay we know what happened we're good or a <laughs> volcano erupting we we, we get it cool. it's like an atomic yes. bomb like images. <laughs> atomic bomb um but she yeah, ends so- up in a million pieces at the end of that one it's very strange <laughs> <laughs> he murdered her with his dick yes i mean i would love to be murdered but um, not literally but you know what i mean um but so yeah the the show sex life they they touch on um uh people accepting um their age and you know being married and now only having one partner um addressing how some couples choose to you know want to spice things up um maybe like a little bit of like some people have that what if relationship like what if like you know we sought things out or worked things out or what if we met again like would it be the same so I mean it it does address topics that come up in everyday life that are real it's just very dramatized like it's it's a soap opera it's a telenovela um it has all the classic you know whatever like elements of that so that is sex life my my review i'm I'm just gonna i'm gonna write a review online i'm just gonna put not enough side dick (laughs) yes not enough side dick (laughs) too much side boob not enough side dick (laughs) yeah um oh no there are titties bouncing everywhere in that but really no i said too much side boob not Mm. enough side dick exactly needs needs to be done needs to be even dick to boobies ratio off yes it Um, always is so off two stars <laughs> so um what else did we get from instagram oh talk about weed ganja cannabis mary jane okay well i know we both very much enjoy this yes. i use it to sleep personally uh i use it to get through life (laughs) (laughs) i use it to sleep for for ptsd purposes and i get i i have always had problems sleeping since i was 15 years old um other than that that's basically it but it's been a godsend i love it cannot use it during the day though i am a gigantic mess i will not be able to pay attention to shit yeah you know um I guess I have a bit of an announcement. I now work in the cannabis industry. Um, you do? Yes. So we're so happy about this. Yeah. So this question came through actually before I decided to change my entire life around. I um, have stopped consulting and, and health coaching and now I'm a hundred percent in on, on cannabis here in Arizona. Um, I'm working for an awesome company. I am learning so much about the cultivation process and, um, I'm learning so much about concentrates and about cannabis in general and its medicinal Mm -hmm. properties and how it helps people. I mean, it's a great industry. It really is. It's, it's, it's insane. Um, it's insane that something that can be so beneficial and have so few side effects 
um, is still federally illegal. It's a right, plan. which is why currently I have been getting my parents the Delta Eight CBD stuff. Oh, that's great! Yes, and that has been helping yes. them so much with their aches and pains and stuff like that. And I get them the gummies because yeah. my mom has COPD and she can't smoke, obviously, because of mm-hmm. that. My dad has heart issues. He can't smoke either due to that. Yeah, but, but I mean, um, you, don't have to, you don't have to smoke to consume it. There are great Exactly, to- which is why the gummies are perfect. You can microdose, I- which is ideal. Well, they've been just taking they they've been parent they've been uh, telling me that I can't parent them and tell them what I know about it. They're like, no, we we know what we're doing. I'm like, you've never had it before, and they're like, no, 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 shut your face. And you I'm don't like, know okay. what they were doing. Maybe they know more than you think. They don't. No. <laughs> I know for a fact that my mother had only tried it once, and my dad never tried it. Wow. So when I first gave them, yes. So when I first gave them marijuana, I gave them gummies, which I got from a friend of mine. And my friend was like, just make sure they take like half of them. And they're like, you don't tell, they were both like, you don't tell us what to do. Now we're just taking whatever the fuck we want. Oh. I was like, okay, great. Wow. Cool. Enjoy that. Just don't get the fuck out of bed. I know, right? Oh, you have to like, you have to like. I'm parenting my parents. Designated, designated babysitter for your parents this, when they're high. This is fuck. weird. Why is this weird? What, how, when does this turn around? Why? Why? I don't what like. What a this. role reversal! Yes. 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 I love everything about it. Oh man. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. If you would have told me when I was 16, like this, this just, you know, weird punk rock chick, that one day I would live in Arizona and sell a ton of weed, I would have laughed at you. I like cried when I got a B and just like loved music and hanging out with my friends and, you know. Like, to me at that time, like, I mean, like, weed was a drug. Weed was illegal. That was the bad thing, you know, the gateway drug. Like, we would we would smoke, like, the shittiest weed, like, probably mostly seeds and stems out of, like, a soda can behind a punk show, you know, venue. And now I did it out of an apple back <laughs> in the day. Probably only four times. That was the most I smoked it until I was in my 30s. Really? Yep. I didn't touch it barely only a few times and I was I hated every time and when my therapist suggested it for my PTSD I was like I don't know but then she like was like just go and they'll recommend what stuff you need and Mm -hmm. it did wonders for my sleeping schedule all that kind of stuff so I really can't say shit (laughs) yeah no that's awesome you know I I, you know I I was saying that I was shocked but really you know I kind of did the same thing I mean I smoked a ton when I was in high school I lived in nowhere Pennsylvania um there was really nothing to do 
Um, but then, you know, school activities and work and stuff like that, they drug test you. So for me, really, really, yeah, like if you were in extracurricular activities in school or if you were, um, you know, like for jobs and stuff that I was going for, I'd get drug tested. So for me, um, the risk didn't outweigh the reward. So no, I get that. They didn't test me in school. I know that they tested me. The reward didn't outweigh the risk, I meant to say. Sorry. And I didn't smoke yet, and I can't talk. Um, (laughs) The risk didn't outweigh the reward. (laughs) No, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I meant to say that it wasn't fucking worth it. (laughs) It was not worth it. (laughs) But, um, yeah, you can tell I work in the cannabis industry. Jesus. All right. So... There were this is not years. a good commercial for this. There were years. We're fine. We promise. <laughs> there were years in between my late teens and early 20s and well after I had my son that I did not smoke weed at all, at all, at all, at all. Because I was so crazy about my career and then I had my son and like when was I going out to even get it? And then, um, and then I had, I remember actually, I'm not going to say her name, but a girl that you and I went to school with that we mutually know, I had gone out with her, um, in New York city. And when we got back to her place, they were smoking a little bit. And I was like, yeah, why not? And I was like, I'm sleeping on your couch. Like I was just like, it was the first time I had smoked in so long. I had no tolerance whatsoever. And then I didn't spoke again for a long time. I mean, before I moved out to Arizona, I worked in finance and, um, I didn't want to risk the, the implications of if I was caught with it, you know, um, being my son's only parent, it was terrifying to me. And because I had no tolerance when I used it, I didn't necessarily have the best time because I didn't know my limits. I didn't, I, I wasn't selecting the strains based on like, what I would particularly need for my own body. It was just what was available. So right. it just wasn't necessarily, again, it yeah, wasn't worth it. Yeah, because back in the day, you would just buy it off the be whatever you get, and it is what it is. And it was, like, cheap-ass shit. And it was – Yeah. It worked. Don't get me wrong. It worked. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you didn't know what you were getting. Like, some of it would make you more anxious. Exactly. And some of it would make you calmer. But now – that's becoming legalized now people have choices between sativa and indica and you know things combined with a hybrids and cb like whole amounts Mm -hmm. of like cbd and stuff like that and all these different kind of things that can actually help you medicinally and those are great things exactly now it's being used as medicine versus as drugs Exactly. But even um, recreational users, you know, um, oh, 100%. It be, There's nothing know, wrong. It can be a good time, too. Oh, um, 100%. And, and a good time, mind you, probably also safer than alcohol. And so, you know, moving back out here, it's just a different lifestyle. And so I, I did. I started smoking again. And, you know, obviously, you know, it's legal here and well, New Jersey just legalized it too. 
Yes, you did. So we're waiting for like dispensaries to open, but it's decriminalized at the moment, which is nice. That's um, crazy that you don't have access because we had access almost immediately. You think I don't have access. I personally have access, but <laughs> well, <laughs> some people don't have a- I have access. <laughs> it's fine. Well, um, <laughs> it's not a big deal. Like, you just need to find what works for you. That's the major thing when it comes to weed. Um, always Absolutely. find what's best. And because a lot of, like, for me, like, I'm extremely anxiety ridden. I can't take sativa. I cannot. I will have panic attack after panic attack on that shit. I mean, Hybrid, I can do slightly, mm-hmm. but not too much. Indica, I that's that's my main thing. I always do it before bed, and that's how I sleep. And then I literally go through like a twenty minute thought period, which is wonderful. <laughs> it's yeah. like my like nice. It's like my nice decompression and I am just like, I'm like, okay, what am I going to mm-hmm. think about today? Yeah, of course. And, you know, I, I've had the benefit of it being part of my job where now um, cannabis education is a, a very big part of what I do and, you know, what's required of me. And, and you know, when you understand the oils and compounds um, that are present in these strains – um, and, and really understand what you're getting. I mean, like on the street, what you're getting, you have no fucking clue. But when, when you're exactly. going to when you're going a dispensary, to dispensaries, you have access to so much information. Like, for example, if you do um, have a strain that is making you anxious, you can you can take say like CBD to counter some of that THC and the the psychoactive components. Um, And, you know, there are so many like little tricks that I'm learning too. Like if you find like, Oh shit, you know what? Like I'm too high. um, You can actually chew like two or three peppercorns. Peppercorns. Yeah. Or you can drink lemonade. Oh, interesting. um, yeah, there are terpenes in peppercorns and lemonade that are um, that will cancel out some of that and, and help you. Um, also, I, fun I, fact, which I learned with anxiety, if you get a really bad panic attack or something like that, like mm-hmm. on weed or something like that, what works really well is if you eat an ice pop or something fucking freezing cold. Because for some reason it shocks your system, and it kind of it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, that I mean, like there are so many like little tricks and stuff like that. That like yeah, because if you like, because like yeah. if you're already in it, you can't get out of it mm-hmm. at that point. So that is the mm-hmm. is killer, it's awesome, mm-hmm. absolutely. And there are my thing is is that if you do not. I'm big on recommending microdosing. I mean, if you have no tolerance, you're going to get high, like, really fucking fast. Um, oh, yeah, for a sure. A lot of people don't pay attention to the content that's in edibles. I noticed that more people have difficulties when they're using concentrates and edibles than necessarily flour. Um, just because you're not really aware of how much you're putting in your system, you have to 
pay attention, microdose, take a little bit. If it doesn't work, then take a little bit more. Like, don't. Which don't is what I was trying in. to fucking tell my parents, but they don't listen to me. <laughs> they just wanted their shit, and you better get them more. <laughs> They're like, we're, we're seven years old. We don't give a fuck. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. Good for you. Do what you, you want know, then. There are there are so many strains out there um, that have different flavors and profiles. Um, oh, yeah. I'm doing a I'm doing a, a huge side project called High Sophistication, and it's going to be about cannabis education, about high end products, um, about um, use to have a a true experience rather than freak yourself the fuck out. Um, You know, I'm, I'm going to put as much information as I can out there. I'm going to put it out. Why don't you put it out on our thing too? We can do it on the podcast and you, you can do that with somebody who, who's an expert on it as well. I think that'd be awesome. And I'd love to learn about it. I have made so many great connections in the field already um, because here in Arizona, the cannabis community is amazing. When I say amazing, I mean, um, I've been, you know, working with these people for a very short time. They are so smart. They are so passionate about what they do. They are just incredible, incredible people. And and really, like, it is a science. It's, um, you know, it's about nature and understanding our bodies, which definitely right. I appreciate a lot, um, given that I, I do come from a, a health coaching background. Um, and so the information that I'm going to be sharing is going to be from professionals and, um, you know, like professionals in the field that have been doing this way longer than I have for sure. And it's going to be about brands products. Cause the thing is, is that cannabis isn't the same thing that it was when we were kids, smoking it out of an apple, getting it from like your sister's brother's cousin's friends. No, theater. now they have, now they have things that you can actually insert into your, the JJ that'll help with cramps during exactly. that time of the month CBD. now they have things that you can put on you to increase pleasure during sex mm-hmm. there are so Lots many different things now mm-hmm. and it's incredible the mm-hmm. strides that have been made the and i just remember mm-hmm. it was like a few years ago i was talking to my doctor because i get really horrible cramps Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go back on birth control. I really didn't. I think it was like five years ago. I was not prepared to go back on it because it just, it messed with me a little bit. Thank goodness it doesn't anymore, but it did for a while. And I was mm-hmm. just like, no, I'm not doing this. Our blah, body chemistry has changed all the time. It makes sense. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't want that what can I do that's natural can I do this and he's like I wish I could tell you that we could have this here because he's like it works so well I hear from all of my colleagues mm-hmm. he's like but it's not legal here yet Why that's a fuck? shame imagine them like 
that that is just it doesn't even get you high it doesn't get you high at all you know it's really really sad that something that has been known to be beneficial I mean like literally like people forever have been using these plants as medicine it's medicine it's a plant like there's no reason well there are reasons there are a lot of political reasons and money making reasons but right my mom in 1990 something made my grandfather pot brownies because he had cancer and wouldn't eat my mother who was like against drugs completely brought me to all these anti-drug shit she made my grandfather pot brownies so that's all i have to say about that no, yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is, is that it does, it helps so many people. Um, it and, does. Then, and then, of course, and then recreationally, like, it can also be a lot of fun, too. But, um, you know, the the industry has changed so much. And there is still a bit of a stigma. I mean, like, if, you know, like, it, it's sometimes, like, almost feels illegal. You know, like, I'm, I walk into... Um, the grow center for work and there are just rooms and rooms of of marijuana you know obviously that's where they're growing it and have you um, seen all the ladybugs that's my favorite part uh we're an indoor hydroponic grow oh so so no no ladybugs there are no ladybugs however ladybugs are amazing beautiful creatures they help with aphids so if you do have a garden Mm -hmm. you can introduce them to get rid of aphids and um the good thing though about us growing hydroponically is that we have this amazing system that keeps the consistency of our product so high and I, i mean like the consistency is there the product is such good quality um like I, I do come from a background in, in the alcohol industry and, you know, the, the product that we're making is like the crystal, the, the top shelf, the high end designer, like it, it it's a, a really high end product and it's something that I'm really proud of too. And, and the people that work there have so much pride in what they do. Everybody there is happy to be there. They love what they do. They enjoy it. Everybody's laid back. And it's not because they're high. They're just laid back people. Everybody's very professional. Um, But it's a really, really great environment. And to see the the cultivation process and how how much care is put into the quality of the product. Everything is hand-trimmed. So um, there there are people that are physically trimming the flower so it's not going through a machine so all of the the beautiful like crystallization that you see on buds and stuff like that is still intact because it's not getting you know jostled about in in a big machine everything is so just clean and beautiful and um and you see the pride in the process and and you know for me I definitely have, if I'm going to be working for a company, I have to believe in what they do. I have to believe in their process. I have to believe in their products. And, and I do. So I'm, I'm really liking it there. I'm really happy. I'm really excited to be in the industry. Um, That's amazing. Um, it's to be determined. It's possible that next month I might speak at an event for um, women in cannabis. 
um, which is exciting. And as you should, you are insanely great at public speaking. Minus, I am not great at it, (laughs) as we can tell by the. Um, but you are just so well spoken and amazing. I need to write shit down, (laughs) and I can't for this, which is unfortunate. (laughs) You are a wordsmith, though. I've I've heard, you know, I am when I write stuff stuff down. (laughs) Yeah, you're very very talented, and you know. I, um, I'm really excited. I'll, I'll give updates as I have it, but so that's it. Um, as asked, we talked about weed. And the saga continues. That was part two. Dicks, sex toys, and Instagram questions. Stick around for part three. We are so thankful for everyone that reached out on Instagram to give us topics to discuss We love all of them. Please continue to hit us up with your feedback on Facebook, Anchor, Instagram. We fucking love you. As always, thank you for listening to I Don't Know What's Happening.